Hey everyone, welcome in. My name is Scott Tuso. Welcome to my channel where we explore how to cultivate a transformative meditation practice through Buddhist wisdom. Today we're going to be talking about what is meditation. There's a lot of opinions, ideas, uh, approaches to what actually is meditation. For the last 22 years, I've been studying and practicing in the lineages of Tibetan Buddhism. So Today I'm going to share some perspectives from those lineages on what actually is meditation, how we define it. When I first came across meditation around the year 2000, it wasn't really a household name yet. Uh, you could start to see, you know, mindfulness out there. Of course, you know, yoga or physical asana yoga is po was popular, so you, know, you could see meditation in that realm. Uh, but in general, to really go deeper into it, you had to approach some spiritual paths like Hindu-based meditation or, or Taoism or Buddhism. Uh, so for me, after some searching around, checking out different books, researching different traditions, trying a few different kinds of methods or perspectives on meditation, I eventually landed on uh, actually the Galupa tradition in Tibetan Buddhism, for those of you who are familiar with that. Uh, now I practice more in a Rime style where I've also studied in Nyingma and Kagyu lineages. Uh, Rime means like a non-sectarian style. And so even within the Tibetan Buddhist lineages, there are some different definitions of meditation. But just to simplify it for the sake of this video, uh, we can just use the Tibetan word gom. So gom uh, basically means to familiarize the mind with something beneficial. So from a traditional Buddhist perspective, uh, meditation is a mind activity. It's something we do with the mind. It's something for training in some kind of uh, virtue or beneficial activity like training in loving kindness or compassion. Um, but in general, it's, it's a training in awareness. It's training this quality of mind called awareness. Awareness is this quality of the mind that's innate. It's kind of like an innate knowing quality that we're born with, but often we don't recognize it and we don't strengthen it. And so meditation or gom uh, generally is to strengthen that quality of awareness so we have more agency in our life, so we can work with thoughts and emotions in a more beneficial way, so we can eventually realize uh, freedom within those thoughts and emotions, or we could say like inner freedom within those thoughts and emotions. So awareness is an innate knowing quality to bear witness to our experience, to observe it, to look at it, right? And so some of you familiar with uh, breath meditation or meditation based off of uh, anchoring to the breath, watching the breath, over time you start to notice this quality of mind that's not just being attentive and present, uh, you actually notice this quality of mind that's watching yourself be attentive and present. For some of you who are newer to meditation, don't worry about that. But nonetheless, I just want to frame it this way, because when we frame um, meditation as awareness, it sort of covers the basis for any practice we're going to go into uh, within the Buddhist traditions, at least within the lineages I practice. I described a little bit why this matters, but I'll say a little bit more now. Um, you know, normally we're, we're lost in our thinking mind. Normally when a strong emotion comes, we get hijacked by it. We, we suffer. We experience pain. Uh, normally, we don't have complete sort of, you know, efficacy or flexibility with how we use our speech and body, meaning how we conduct ourselves in the world. And so from a Buddhist perspective, this has to happen as an inner experience, becoming familiar 
with the mind, becoming familiar with how thoughts and emotions arise. And as we do that, we experience more agency over our mind, over our habits, over our um, behavior or conduct. And we also experience more, more joy, more openness, uh, more, more, again, like flexibility in how we live our life and how we uh, move through the world. So initially, these are kind of some of the benefits, right, of cultivating what we call meditative awareness, which is really the, the first practice. We could say that we train in awareness through two kinds of methods. Now, these methods aren't a singular method. They're more like intentions for what we're cultivating. So in the first types of methods, the methods of meditative awareness or calm abiding meditation, we're trying to bring all of the hyperactive kind of out of control energy down. We're trying to settle that. We're trying to settle the body. We're trying to settle the mind. And through that, we're able to cultivate awareness uh, just with more ease. We're able to find deeper and deeper spaces of being settled, of being present, of being connected to awareness and being able to sustain that awareness for longer periods of time. So those are generally the practices in Sanskrit we call shamatha. And these can be with a support like the breath or a visualized object or an external object, you know, looking at it. It can also be without an object, which we'll cover in future videos. Now, the second types of methods are connected to insight meditation, or sometimes in the Tibetan lineages, we call it special insight. Uh, the Sanskrit word for this is vipassana. So some of you have probably heard this word, and, and sometimes people go to a vipassana retreat. Uh, so vipassana is how we pronounce it in uh, Pali, Vipassana is how we pronounce it in Sanskrit. And again, if you're a Sanskrit scholar, forgive my pronunciation, it's not that good. But nonetheless, I'm introducing some of these terms as when we're starting to study, enter, you know, flirt with uh, traditional Buddhist lineages, it's good to know some of the Sanskrit, Tibetan, Pali terms. Vipassana or insight meditation really refers to turning that awareness in to look at the mind, look at the nature of an emotion, the nature of a thought, or the nature of something we're experiencing as an external object. And what we do is we start to pull apart or we start to wear away at how we implicitly or sometimes explicitly get stuck in our beliefs around perception, around how we perceive a thought, around how we identify with a thought or emotion, around how we perceive something external. And again, we're not trying to deny that something is happening, but we start to look deeper through some of these methods into actually how it exists. And so what we're trying to uh, basically rectify here is a disparity between how something appears and how it exists. And this is what Vipassana or insight meditation is primarily doing. So you could see without some ability of meditative awareness, that's going to be really difficult, right? Because normally when we sit down to meditate, we're just overcome or overrun with thoughts. The more we look at the experience, the more it seems like we're thinking. And this is normal as we begin a meditation practice. But over time, that awareness starts to settle, that awareness starts to develop. Again, some of the more um, active energies in the body start to settle. And then, of course, calmness comes, but that's not really the point necessarily of, you know, these traditional uh, perspectives on meditation or gom. But it is a, a nice side effect that then helps us to cultivate a stable awareness. So thanks so much, everyone. Check out the links below. I have some free guided meditations available as well as lots of free resources on my website.
and wishing you the best in all your practice and life. Thanks so much.